With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 303 ESPN 1530. Happy Labor Day to you. I'm James Erpine live on ESPN 1530. ESPN1530.com and the iHeartRadio app. It's great to have you in on a Monday. Tony Pike coming up in about 16 minutes from right now talking Bearcats, talking Bengals. And we're going to do that a lot today. Reds up right now, four to nothing in the sixth inning. So we'll keep you up to date on the Reds as we talk pretty much wall to wall football. It's safe to say that Chick Ludwig will join me in studio coming up at 340. Just got back from the Bengals locker room, Paul Brown Stadium, a couple hours ago. Talked to Jordan Willis, Bengals defensive end, a rookie, had four sacks this preseason. And just really thrived. And the Bengals got him in the third round. I talk with him at 4.33. You'll hear from Marvin Lewis today. Jeff Hops and Bengals.com as well. But I want to start with the Bengals. And I want to start with the past, oh, I don't know, 10 days. Nine days? Here's the thing. I've been probably one of the most, when you look at Cincinnati media, probably one of the most optimistic people when it comes to what the Bengals did this offseason, especially after what happened in free agency, which sounded like and it seemed like and it felt like for everybody involved a nightmare when Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler both left. So then the Bengals do in the draft what I thought they should do and what a lot of people I think viewed as a win. They didn't rush to get offensive linemen and reach on an offensive lineman at nine. They didn't go out of their way and get the, the first pass rusher they saw No, they waited through the draft, and they got a guy like Jordan Willis in round three and Carl Lawson in round four. Took a guy like Joe Mixon, who's going to help them this week and and probably the rest of the season in the rushing game. But I really liked what the Bengals did this offseason and what they could potentially do this year. I've been optimistic pretty much since the day John Ross was drafted. In the past eight days, exactly, it was eight days ago, When the Bengals played the Washington Redskins on Sunday, who knew that was going to spiral? And when you look at this division in the AFC North, and I know they got the Ravens coming up this Sunday, but you and I and anybody else, hell, probably most of Baltimore knows they're not winning the division. Joe Flacco just returned to practice. That roster's had more injuries already. They just, there's no way, I just don't see Baltimore winning the division. It would take a rabbit out of a hat, and and it would be a shock to me if they did. So it's a two-team race as the Browns rebuild up in Cleveland. And it's a two-team race where Pittsburgh's the clear-cut favorite. Even the, the optimist that I am going into this year, as far as a Bengals perspective, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the favorite to win the AFC North, and they have been. But I looked at this Bengals team, and I said, man, Vontez, perfect contract year, that defense faster. William Jackson the third, Darquez Denard, pass rushers are better. They're just more athletic on that side of the ball. And offensively, who are you going to guard? 
they're not going to be able to guard. Defenses aren't going to be able to match up with this offense. They have weapons all over in speed. And A.J. Green's healthy and Tyler Eifert's there and Joe Mixon's better than those other two running backs. They've upgraded. And yet the past eight days, things have went downhill. My optimism has turned into, I found myself questioning things a bit. And it all started when news came down from the NFL when Vontez Perfect was suspended for five games. Yes, it's been reduced to three. But now this Sunday against Baltimore at Paul Brown Stadium, I'll be there. You might be there. You'll be watching for sure. Maybe listening to it here on ESPN 1530. We are the home of the Bengals. You're going to go into that game with a little more doubt than you had before. I thought it was probably, I'd say, 70% chance Bengals win. If you would ask me two weeks ago, I would say seven out of ten times at home, home opener, uh, that team just beats the Ravens seven out of those ten. So they got a good shot. Without Vontez Perfect, well, that is a huge loss. With John Ross potentially out this week, he might not have put up huge stats, but he changes things for that offense. That's a, a significant loss, one that I don't think people will acknowledge as much because of all the weapons the Bengals have on offense. Vontez Burfick gets suspended, and now a 70% chance, to me, turns to a 50% chance. It becomes a coin flip, and the last thing you want is a coin flip division game to start the season at home. Then four days later, they don't have much time to recover. They have to go up against Houston, a Houston Texans team that has one of the best defenses in the league. J.J. Watt is going up against Cedric Abwehi. That's got to scare you. Scares me. It probably scares Cedric Abwehi. But that's the the matchup. It's all right because Tom Savage is starting for Houston. They don't have a quarterback. The Bengals can overcome that. Sure. Gets a lot harder without Vontez Perfect. And then week three, they go to Green Bay. Three games, no Perfect this weekend, potentially no John Ross. You obviously know that Adam Jones out this week with the one-game suspension. The Bengals have gotten worse in the past eight days. Some of it's out of their control, obviously. I mean, injuries, I think the suspension, and I've outlined this a a ton on my blog at ESPN1530.com slash James, was outrageous, was ridiculous. Showed that the NFL is incompetent and doesn't understand, that doesn't have a set discipline system. They have their own perfect rules. If that hit was done by anybody else, not named Vontez Perfect. Nick Vigil, Vinny Ray, Takeo Spikes, Brian Simmons, go as far back as you want to. No suspension, no penalty, probably no flag, or probably no fine. Instead, now the Bengals are without their best defensive player for the first three weeks of the season. And wins, when you looked at that schedule, a win against Baltimore now becomes a coin flip. A potential win against Houston now becomes a coin flip. And they could still win those games, but it just got harder. Pile that on top of the Ross injury, on top of your number one corner being out week one. And things got a lot more foggy early on this year for the Bengals. And then I look up to Pittsburgh. What's Pittsburgh doing? Maybe they've suffered some injuries. They are the AFC North favorites. Oh, 
actually, they're getting better. The past two weeks, Pittsburgh's had two big needs, one tight end. You know how much Ben Roethlisberger loves to rely on the tight end position. Well, they turned a weakness into not maybe not a strength, but they got a guy in there. They traded for Vance McDonald, who can be competent at tight end. They also went out and signed Joe Hayden, a cornerback from Cleveland. We're familiar with Joe Hayden. He can be competent for Pittsburgh. And I've gotten this on Twitter a lot. Oh, those guys aren't going to have much of an impact. Well, they don't need to. They're still an upgrade from what Pittsburgh's had. Pittsburgh Steelers starters just upgraded. There's only 22 starters on offensive defense. The Steelers upgraded two of them this late in the, the training camp, this late into the preseason. That's rare. And they did it. They upgraded two weaknesses. The Bengals have gotten weaker at places, haven't been able to upgrade. And it's rare to do, but Pittsburgh's done it. So I ask you on this Labor Day, the 4th of September, on a nice afternoon when the Reds are up 4-1 to one in the top of the 7th over the Brewers, what is your thoughts? What are you feeling going into Sunday's game against Baltimore? Because for nearly five months, four and a half months, I've been very optimistic about this team and how they recovered and what they did post-free agency to get better, what they did in the draft, the, the thought process they had and where they got value in the draft and the players they added. But now I, that the season's here and a few things, like their best defensive player goes down for three games because of a suspension, things have changed a bit for me. Have they changed for you? 513-749-1530-866-702-3776. Tony Pike coming up in just a few minutes. Also, Chick Ludwig going to join me in studio this hour. Great show for you planned today on this Labor Day. Hopefully, you're on your way to a cookout or a pool or, or something like that, enjoying this, uh, enjoying this holiday. I'm looking at 71 right now in Kenwood. And uh, certainly some busy highways there, uh, even though a lot of you are off. I assume you're going to family's houses, stuff like that. Uh, Marvin Lewis coming up at 4.04. Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com at 4.20. You'll hear my conversation with Jordan Willis and Joe Goodberry, who joins me every single week following the Bengals game. Joe Goodberry is going to join me to do our weekly Bengals film review on the Locked on Bengals podcast. It's a podcast I do daily covering the Bengals, talking Bengals, and uh, it's on the iHeartRadio app, by the way. There's a link to it on the blog at ESPN1530.com slash James. He will join me at 520 to break things down, react to the 53-man roster. By the way, I didn't even get into this yet, but everyone was paying attention to the kicker position over the weekend. What are the Bengals going to do at kicker? Well, they wanted to go, or, or they ended up going with Randy Bullock. I took a Twitter poll at James Rapine. The majority of you got nearly 2,000 votes, by the way. It's the most spirited kicker battle I've ever heard of. A lot of you wanted, 64% of you wanted Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott not only gets cut, but no one else in the NFL wants him to be their starter. They don't claim him. Ends up on the practice squad. So Jake Elliott, still a Bengal today. Randy Bullock, the starter that's interesting. It's interesting. I think that's the best case scenario for the Bengals. Up next, let's get 
to our first guest of the day. Tony Pike, the best quarterback in UC football history, will join me to talk Bearcats coming off of their 26-14 win the other night and what they need to do against Michigan. They go to Ann Arbor this weekend uh, to take on the Michigan Wolverines. We'll talk to Tony Pike as we roll on here. I'm James Rapine. It's great to have you in on a Labor Day. You're listening to ESPN 1530. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.